Welcome to the podcast Att laga rätt. And today I am in Helsinki. Actually, I'm just across the street from where I usually make my other podcast, uh, Folk i Finland, at Svenska Teatern. So I crossed the street and I came to um, the bureau uh, Bird and Bird, that's very famous in the Nordic countries and also abroad, other places, for especially being um, good at IP questions. And I am very happy today to have the guest uh, Ella Mikola with me and you will uh, we will talk to her about her work and what she does. My name is Ella, Ella Mikola, and I'm a lawyer and the head of intellectual property of Bird and Bird in Finland. I'm also heading the life sciences and healthcare group uh, here at Bird and Bird in Finland. What is your main focus if you're talking about the IP law? Uh, what kind of questions do you work with mostly and uh, what's your main interest in this? Well, I work with everything and I really mean with everything. I do a lot of contracts related work, a lot of advisory work, uh, trademark filings, not patent filings those, though, and uh, I litigate. Uh, actually cases, both uh, in terms of patent infringement cases, trademark infringement cases, design infringements, copyright infringements, and quite a bit of regulatory litigations as well, especially in the field of pharmaceuticals, something like pricing and reimbursement of pharmaceuticals. Mm -hmm. I've also handled, for example, uh, I suppose as the only Finnish lawyer, a case on medical devices at the European Union court. Mm. So uh, my practice is extremely versatile, anything from uh, contracts through advisory work till various forms of litigations, not just IP litigation. But as you are the head of of this, then is it also that you work with like being a boss very much or is it actually that you work as a lawyer mostly? Um, I do both. Mm. I try to be not a boss lady, but a super boss. Uh, Hopefully somebody who is able to work with various uh, kinds of people and who is also hopefully in the long run able to actually lift other people um, and I already have actually many younger talented lawyers with whom I used to work and who currently hold uh, significant positions uh, in the field of IP. I would like to mention Maya Pustinen um, um, with whom I worked for several years She's currently in-house counsel of a very, very promising uh, startup company called Dispelix, uh, which is active in the field of augmented uh, reality. And then Ilona Tulokas, uh, who is currently in-house counsel at SOK, Asoko, uh, a major grocery uh, store chain in Finland. Um, and hopefully there will be many more Uh, people in the future. But in addition to leading and managing people, I do actually uh, um, IP work on a daily basis. I work in a very hands-on way um, and um, I draft contracts every day and I also uh, participate in court litigations in one form or, or another on a um, 
weekly, if not daily basis. So I do both. I lead and manage people and then do hands-on uh, work. Uh, and I want to continue doing both. That's my uh, hopefully versatile uh, uh, personality. So it's, it's something that fits you? I love working with uh, people and I have learned over the years that I am uh, very interested in technology and advanced, uh, advancements within medical uh, 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 field and brands and copyrights and designs. Uh, and I really love IP and IP law, but I love people even more. No, no, that's, uh, I love uh, technology or a World Wide Web, not because of the technology alone, but because of the people. What, what were the things that made you choose this uh, path? First of all, I became a lawyer because I could not choose uh, 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 what I wanted to be in the future. There was actually a, a chief editor uh, of the local newspaper in uh, Turku. Turun Sanomat. Yeah, Turun Sanomat. Mm-hmm. Um, um, in the late uh, 1980s, he was a lawyer by training. So I thought, okay, if I study law, I can become whatever. I can become a professor, a researcher, a judge, a practicing attorney, or a journalist. Um, So law opens uh, many doors. That was my vision. And um, yeah, that's why I then finally chose law. I I was also admitted to the... um, um, uh, Handelhoek School and uh, the School of Economics, and I was considering uh, medicine as well and various other uh, uh, fields. Uh, but it was law because I could not uh, choose which path basically I wanted to take. Then I graduated uh, in March 1995, and uh, by that time I was interested in constitutional law. I have worked one summer as a research uh, assistant for a professor within constitutional law and uh, I was interested in contracts. I actually I wrote my master thesis uh, in Finland uh, in a field which was a combination of contract law and uh, comparative law. So I compared the Finnish uh, system with the Anglo-American or common law system mm-hmm. and immediately um, after my graduation from uh, law school in Finland I was uh, lucky enough to be um, um, nominated as a uh, researcher and um, teacher an assistant in the field of uh, contract law uh, at the University of Turku. So I, I have actually started my career within uh, 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 contracts. And at the same time, I also received a research fund, uh, which was mainly uh, focused on uh, patenting of biotechnological inventions, the legal aspects of that. So uh, at the time of my graduation from the Finnish Law School, I was sure that I want to become a university professor. Um, and then um, I got a Fulbright scholarship and uh, moved to the States and took a U.S. 
master's degree in IP law. And that, to be honest, changed my views quite a bit that well, year in the States. Was it, was it this with the subject IP or was it more being a researcher or a practitioner that was the changing thing? Um, in the US I learned that my US law professors, uh, who were one of the best ones in the world, I, I, I studied at GW at George Washington University, the same university where, for example, Ilka Rahnasto, former head of uh, IP at Nokia, studied two years uh, uh, before me. And the professors were extremely knowledgeable. Come on, they were really, really good at what they were doing. Many of them had, of course, in addition to, to their law degrees, uh, degrees within various technological fields like uh, uh, software or biotechnology, but they also had very, very diverse uh, professional background. Before they became professors, they had worked as practicing attorneys, as um, uh, in-house counsels, as uh, lobbyists, etc., etc. And that was um, a wake-up call for me because I also understood, okay, uh, for me the title or the profession, uh, like being a professor, is not as important as uh, having the chance to really learn uh, as much about uh, things and people as possible. In reality, so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a very hands-on uh, person. Mm. Um, I believe that um, if there's a will, there's a way. And I'm hopefully I am a very um, yes we can uh, uh, type of person. I came back to Finland, um, and I I really loved my work at the university. Uh, my professor Ari Sarnlehto, uh, who I am oh, so so grateful for all help. He uh, welcomed me very warmly. But then I got an offer from Conf Confederation of Finnish Industries, Finsk Näringsliv. Um, and they had a position uh, which was mainly about uh, working as a lobbyist and as a legislator uh, within the fields uh, of contracts and IP. And I, um, yeah, I was offered a position there. So I moved from my hometown Turku Obu to Helsinki, Helsingfors, and became a lobbyist. Mm -hmm. And I worked uh, for three years as a lobbyist. And this was in the IP area, we could say. Uh, mainly IP. IP mm -hmm. and some contracts, once again. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, A lot of patent law, mm -hmm. uh, software patenting was a new thing at that time. Uh, one should also remember that when I graduated back in 1995, uh, Finland uh, had just became member of the European Union, just like Sweden. Mm. But Finland wasn't even a member of the uh, European Patent Convention at that time. Finland became a member first a year after that, in March 1995. And also, for example, the TRIPS agreement was concluded around that time. So, of course, I didn't know it, but uh, in hindsight, I graduated uh, at the time, which was really good uh, to graduate in terms of, 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 of IP. 
Yeah, so your career has been when, when this has actually expanded enormously. Exactly. Uh, of course, I've been uh, an avid user of uh, email, for example, and World Wide Web uh, for close to 30 years. So I got my first uh, email address uh, back in 1992 or 93. And even there, I was more interested in people than technology because a friend of mine, Kirsi Vuorinen, um, moved to the States and was studying there. Mm. And of course, email was the easiest and uh, least expensive way for a student, come on, uh, way to communicate uh, overseas. Yeah. So I actually ha- would have graduated the same year as you if I had if, uh, continued in Uppsala at that time. Uh, but I graduated in August last year instead, 30 years later. Well, it's never too late. No, I know. I'm an avid believer in lifelong learning. Mm, that's uh, yeah, and um, I try to keep that in mind um, uh, every day while mm. I'm working. Well, it, I can recommend it also in a way. But um, So your doctor, doctor studies, they, you didn't finish them? You no, did. I never did. Mm. Not so far at yeah, least. Yeah, One right. never knows. Yes. Uh, I still have some friends who believe in me. Whenever we meet, even after years, they say, I'm sure you will finish with your PhD. Yeah. I haven't done it really? and I haven't written anything. Although now in February, uh, there will be actually a PhD dissertation in Turku, which is partly inspired by me. I mm. came up with a title for this PhD dissertation of uh, Anne-Marie Lumevo. Oh, it's yeah. a PhD uh, thesis on employee inventions, uh, the special act on employee inventions in Finland. Mm. And the title, Complex of Laws, is something which I have uh, came up with, and uh, Anna-Marie also very kindly gives uh, credits for that. I continued having very uh, warm and quite close relationship uh, with people who are actually pursuing academic uh, careers or uh, writing PhD uh, theses uh, alongside with uh, other professional careers. And what was the subject of your PhD? Uh, Just, it uh, was uh, patenting of biotechnological inventions. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that mm. area, mm. Uh, the legal aspects. Of course, that was a very challenging topic. Mm. I have learned afterwards, and I have to say that now, after 25 years, we have probably reached um uh the level of knowledge which i thought we knew for 25 years ago mm. already uh because one knew so little yeah I've learned now after 25 years mm. and i've had enormous enormous actually benefit of my 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 research of that time oh, in, in in my mm. practical life i haven't left that as uh, uh behind me Totally, I've used all those skills and a bit more um, when I have worked with my clients, both in the field of pharmaceuticals and other uh, fields like uh, other process technology uh, related uh, uh, fields. Actually, I think uh, uh, Bengt Domey must have been about the same time when he made his big book about patents and and medicine. Yes, uh, I know him quite well. And I also have to uh, say that uh, Professor Marianne Levine, oh, she mm. was the driving force behind a Nordic network for young uh, 
uh, um, uh, researchers yeah, yeah. in the field of IP. Uh, thanks to Marianne Levine, Professor Levine, uh, I would say that all of us who are now close to 50 years old, all of us who are working with IP and who are either university professors or have background as uh, uh, university researchers, know each other so well mm. in the Nordics. That's uh, fantastic. Yeah. That's a fantastic legacy, I, mm. I, I, I would say. And uh, I, uh, I'm grateful to Marianne Levine, who really was the driving force. Who is actually back and still at Stockholm University. So I, uh, even if I passed 50, have had her recently <laughs> as the teacher. <laughs> yeah. and, and also she takes care of everything even now today. So that's a very yeah, important person. She's still very, very active. Yeah. And, I and inspirational her. in her. Oh, Way, she is. She's very passionate, mm. even according to my standards. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, this about IP. What, you talk about your career and so, and I wonder what area in here is it that you're really passionate about? Maybe that's hard for you to answer. You're very broad. <laughs> so. I am very broad, mm. but obviously I have started my career within biotechnology. Mm. So it is this... Uh, uh, biotech-related pharmaceutical mm. field. Also, uh, the special act on employee inventions mm. in Finland. That's something I've, I've worked with uh, for 25 years. And then I would say something much more general. I'm actually, hopefully I'm very good, not just with people, but with argumentation. Um, I think good lawyers are good at thinking and good at formulating their well-thought ideas uh, uh, for other people. And arguing a case in front of judges or in front of your clients, for example, a management group or uh, board members, that's something uh, I'm hopefully quite good at. What are your suggestions or tips around how to work with argumentation in a good way? I've always enjoyed uh, giving lectures. Mm -hmm. That's what I've been doing for close to 30 years. Mm -hmm. I um, started immediately after uh, my graduation from Turku University. And um, the more you train, the better you become. I have also attended a number of classes uh, uh, in terms of how to form a good speech or how to argue your case. So you actually can get training both in Finland and then of course abroad. Also, if one uh, studies abroad, especially in the States, uh, that's a good place to learn. And then there are a number of books. Uh, for example, former uh, justice of the US Supreme Court, Justice Scalia, who unfortunately passed away for some time ago, he has written a quite uh, good book on argumentation. But what are your own principles around this? How do you think about argumentation for yourself and how, how you make it successful? Well, it all starts from the audience. You have to tailor your message and your way how to deliver your message according to the audience. I don't argue the case in the similar or in the same way um, if I'm arguing a case in court for a judge 
or if I'm arguing a case for university students or for uh, a very busy uh, CEO or board members. Of course, the principles are always the same. Um, think first, do some planning and then try to adjust uh, your way of speaking and delivering your message according to the audience. This of becoming an IP lawyer, what would you have for, uh, what kind of good advice would you give to someone who wants to go into this area? Well, I had actually a talk about this with, uh, with the members of the IP team in Finland with Mikko Nurmisto, Kristina Rove and Anna Kallio. And um, we, since we are all actually quite different people, I believe in, in, in diversity in terms of building uh, uh, the teams, by the way. It's not the easiest way uh, uh, forward, but it's the most successful in the end. We came up with quite different answers. Um, uh, some of us wanted to emphasize the importance of networking meeting other people. Uh, another one uh, suggested that one should analyze very carefully what uh, the strengths are, so what are one's own strengths, and actually then move on the basis of those strengths. And then, of course, over time, try to do something with the weaknesses as well, but to focus more on the strengths. I would say that uh, you have to ask from yourself what you want. And then um, I'm a living example of somebody who has never planned one's career. I've never done it. I've, uh, uh, I've been just interested in quite many things and people. And then um, I have always worked a lot, I have to say. Um, uh, but I've done that with passion and very often with the help of other people. So ask from yourself what you are good at and what you really want and then invest in those things. And then over time you can actually broaden your, your, your uh, uh, horizons. Start with something and start today. And what finally is your some something that you do to get get a pause from this career well i love people meeting new people i really do and then i love so architecture mm -hmm. and design i live in a very sustainable way i have to say i fly fairly seldom for example and i don't own a car i've never done that of course i'm living in helsinki so I'm very fortunate. Uh, I can take a taxi or walk almost everywhere. But I actually um, try to live at least a bit as I teach. But yeah, design, architecture, uh, good food and people. Ella, thank you. You're so impressive and uh, so great to talk to you. And where can people get hold of you if they are interested? <laughs> I'm more than happy to receive emails and then I'm most often also very happy to have a talk on the phone. Could I actually send some warm regards to two people? I would love to say my best regards to New York, to Trevor Cook, uh, uh, who used to be a bird for many, many decades, 
but who got married and moved to New York ever since. He's currently with Wilmer Hale. So he was here uh, before. Uh, mm. He was at Burnenberg, London for many decades. I've met him for the first time uh, for more than 20 years ago because he used to visit Finland very often. I miss you. You should come over to <laughs> Finland more often, Trevor. You are warmly welcome. And then, of course, my warmest regards to Stockholm, to Stockholm University. I already send my warmest regards to uh, Marianne Levin, among others. But I would like to send special uh, greetings and regards to Professor Eleonora Rosati. She is originally from Italy. Uh, is currently teaching at Stockholm University as professor in IP law. She is also off council Burdenbird very well known in the social media, thanks to her involvement with IPCAT. And she's a fantastic combination of somebody who is a great person to work with, very positive, always, and she's not just that. Whatever she does, whether it's thinking, writing, or giving a presentation, uh, the deliver, uh, her delivery is always of first quality. She is uh, one of the best ones, if not the best uh, copyright professor in Europe right now. And yeah, I've been very, very fortunate to work with her. For example, when I gave a lecture to international LLM students on IP law contracts and cross-border enforcement last autumn. Well, that's very good. And you answered the question I didn't ask, actually, what people that impress you and you have had as a kind of role model and so on, or good, good companionship with. So thank you for that. And maybe she could be my next guest. We'll see. <laughs> She's one of many good options uh, uh, because I, there are so many other good names as well, like Aris Arnlehto or Niklas Brun mm -hmm. um, or Virpitili, former uh, EU court uh, uh, judge. Max Olkerblom mm. and many, many birds like Jane Mutimer, Richard Vary, Christian Harmsten, Oliver Young Jungst, uh, Morag MacDonald, uh, uh, Richard Vary, just to name a few. Thank you. So, thank you, Ella, and good luck to you. Thanks for having me.